Everybody, welcome into the PHLY Phillies podcast as we are not in our normal studios today, as you can tell by the glorious backdrop. Renee, myself, the rest of the team here at PHLY are live from the Reading Terminal Market, one of my absolute favorite places in the city. Such an honor to be here. And we are here because the lovely people at Bagels and Company are our presenting sponsor today. Welcome into the PHLY show presented by Bagels and Company, Brooklyn-style bagels made right here in Philadelphia. You don't have to go to Rat City, New York, <laughs> to get the delicious bagels that they make up here. The people at Bagels and Company have brought New York's finest right here to our backyard in Philadelphia, and we're very, very excited to have them a part of everything. Renee. Um, we're going to talk about the Eagles autopsy for oh. exactly 45 seconds and then move on like it didn't happen. And we're not living in that reality. Um, before we get to the Phillies news, and there is a, a juicy little nugget out there, courtesy of Alex Coffee. That sucked last night. It sucked because I was at the Sixers game thinking that was going to be better. They lost. And I was like, all right, I caught the fourth quarter of the Eagles game, which was the worst part of the game to catch. Just bad. Just overall bad. Yes, that bad. was absolutely the worst uh, I part. I actually would rather lose if Jalen Hurts did not play. But a lot of interesting comments came afterwards, and it makes me very concerned. I'm not as optimistic as I was before on the Eagles. Yeah, it certainly feels like uh, they're imploding at the worst time of the year. You know, Andy Reid uh, always said, you know, you want to be playing your best football in December. No. Well, the Eagles are doing the opposite of that. And losing to a Drew Locke-led Seahawks team last night in the fashion that they did uh, certainly makes you feel uneasy uh, about their chances of winning anything well, substantial. Well, it makes it worse that you see teams like the Bills, the 49ers, that seem to be trending in the right direction. Yeah. And it feels like it finally caught up to the Eagles that the issues that we saw early or all season have come back to officially bite them. And now that's three straight they lose. And I'm not that optimistic. I mean, there needs to be some major changes and adjustments. You know, I'm all about changes and adjustments on the show, guys. Uh, it's time for some major changes and adjustments in, in terms of getting this team right getting them locked in, getting them more focused, as Jalen Hurts alluded to. Yeah, so that was thoroughly depressing, so let's move on. Yeah, this is like the that. Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies show. Uh, you can tune in to all the shows today. Uh, following us today, we had a little start because, of course, when things can go wrong, they will go wrong, and we had a little For internet sure. issue that was out of our control this morning. So everybody's kind of been pushed back a little bit. The Sixers will be coming up next after us, uh, and then the Flyers show, and then the Eagles show, and then the All-City NFL show. So we'll all be live here today at Reading Terminal brought to you by Bagels and Company. And I'm really excited about my new mug here uh, that I'm drinking out of. I love a good mug. Yeah. I'm a mug person yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I love bagels. So this is just a partnership made in heaven. <laughs> all right, let's get to the Phillies news because Alex Coffey did have a nugget last night as I was sitting in the offices, you know, waiting for the Eagles game to start. I see Alex Coffey report that the Phillies are expected to be aggressive in their pursuit of Yamamoto. Now, this is still a pipe dream, very much so to me, but the fact that there's an aggressiveness tied to the report now 
Um, maybe inflated my percentage chance by about four to five percent. I might be all the way up at like seven percent chance this now happens. Right before we went on air, John Morosi said the Yankees are considered the favorites. The bidding war appears to be starting today. Morosi said the Yankees are the favorite. The Mets are going to be involved, but there's also five other teams involved. Phillies are expected to be one of those. You couple this with the report that, you know, maybe the $300 million rumors out there are inaccurate. Who knows? Maybe the Phillies are looking at this as their five-year plan and can maybe inherit some short-term financial woes to keep it sustainable over a long-term window. Well, uh, look, for everybody that's tuned in, first of all, hit that like button while you're tuned in. Make sure you're joining the conversation in the chat. Uh, we don't have our usual setup to be able to see all the comments, but we'll try but to we tap in when we can. We love every single one of you, for sure. But what's interesting about Yamamoto is it seems like things have taken a twist. It, so it does. We followed, it was, there were seven teams. Of course, the Phillies were in the mix with those seven teams. Then it was the co-favorites of the Yankees and the Dodgers. And then we hear he doubled back and he went to visit the Mets and the Yankees. And now we're also hearing nobody knows where he's actually going, of course. And, of course, him and his team have declined some of those uh, initial rumors of the $300 million number. And it feels it seems like he wants more is what the reports are indicating. So now as numbers are on the table, as teams are officially having those talks, I think that makes sense for the Phillies to be more aggressive because now we've had everybody have a chance to be be able to give their best offers, their best bets. And now it's time if you're the Phillies to lock in. And like we talked about before, from a PR perspective, at the very least, if you're the Phillies, to be able to say, we are being aggressive. We are trying to get Yamamoto. And worst case, if, if he goes somewhere else, at least we all know, based off of these reports, the Phillies tried. Yeah, yeah you, know, you know my thought. I thought, you know, they, they kind of knew they had no chance and might as well yeah. go get some P free PR out of it and invigorate your fan base of, like, they're trying now with this Alex Coffey kind of, you know, report, it's it does give me a little bit more hope that it's not that it's yeah. not just that PR move. Um, you know, I, I do think the Otani contract might have shifted some some thinking about how you view contracts. And if Yamamoto's making endorsement money and, you know, you're obviously not going to get him for $2 million a year, but maybe you think about deferring some money down the line as a very loud rolling say, cart. All the carts come through There's now. probably something delicious on that cart. No, they're empty. I looked because I was going to snag something while they were Well, I'm getting hungry, and this is my absolute <laughs> favorite place in the world to be hungry at. So uh, we will get to much of the fine oh, food yeah, we'll today. Oh, yeah, we'll I, talk food. We'll talk food. But I wonder, like, when they saw that Otani deal, like, does that kind of change your thinking? Like, if you know Yamamoto's making, let's say, 6 to $8 million in endorsement money from Japan, guaranteed right off the bat, maybe you can then afford to pay him, say, 15 or 16 per year and offset defer some of that money. Um, teams like deferments, players and agents typically don't. It takes right. a unique case to be in that situation. But with the international pull of money and endorsements, I wonder if there's a way where the Phillies are going like... How creative can we get? Well, is this guy open about. to being creative? Yeah. And if he is, maybe exactly. we can go above for the long term now Listen. to reap the benefits in the short Listen, term. Listen, Jamie, if nothing else, I'm, in I'm the this last into existence. part of 2023, we know shoot your shot, <laughs> yeah. pull up from half court, whatever slide you got to do, DMs. slide in those DMs, <laughs> do what you got to do, because here comes another cart, brace yourself, Woo! wait for it. At least give me something oh, delicious on there. Oh, I see some there. meat, it looks like, on there. Say less. Um, meat? I'm in. It looks frozen now. That's but fine. But anyway, shoot your shot. 
I'll and take it for what, how everything has unfolded around Otani, I feel like Shoyo Otani has definitely opened the door. And like we talked about when we heard the details about the deferred money, the $2 million per year, that just like it made us intrigued, I'm sure for a lot of other teams, it's like, oh, wait a minute. This is possible. We can definitely get creative. And so even though Dave Dombrowski has been very adamant saying, you know, we're not looking to just bring in a superstar. We feel good with our starting pitchers. You know, we feel good with where we are right now. If Yam with Yamamoto still on the table, you got to at least try to shoot your shot. And if you know that you can now try to be a little bit creative, the Phillies have a lot to offer. Look at all this right here. Yeah. This in itself is is something that is worth offering. Reading Terminal Market, guys. Yeah, I think uh, if Yamamoto's 30, like, yeah. it's a different story. He's You're not, not in a – he's, he's at, at 25. That's a great point. He's at a point in his career where he can be patient a little bit more. And, and they can have the shorts because they're, they're in a tough situation where it's – win now mode and it's an arms race amongst the top market teams <clears throat> dodgers um so you're absolutely because of the core of your team in this win now phase while also you kind of have to look long term and yamamoto could be that long-term guy at 25 year old yeah like it, it could be have your cake and eat it too here uh if they can pull it out and you know todd zalecki in the past has said they'd have to shed payroll to get him mm -hmm. um you know, they're right over the tax or the competitive balance tax uh, <laughs> of baseball. So, like, I, I think the competitive balance tax, it's not my money, so this is easy for me to say. It's not really as bad as it sounds. Like, yeah. the first tier, you're only going, like, 5% of what you're over in tax to the league. The second tier, I think, becomes 10%. So, like, yeah, it's easy for me to say it's not that bad to inherit and go into the next tax bracket, but like maybe do it if it means, you know, there's a real possibility. Mick Abel and Griff McGarry and these guys aren't going to be what you once thought. Andrew Painter had a surgery. You don't know what he's going to be like and his trajectory is. They are Philly's prospects after all. So like yeah. post Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, there's some uncertainty there and Yamamoto you could be getting them at his core. So uh, I do think things have shifted a little bit. I still think mm -hmm. it's less than 10%, but, you know, hey, we're at the table, and John Middleton's got a lot of funny money to throw around. So yeah, throw I it think, around. I think it makes sense in this because we've talked about planning for the future, but also planning and trying to win now. And Yamamoto, if he pans out with all that we've seen from him, all the numbers we've seen, if he pans out to, to pitch at that level, gives you that. He gives you both. At 25 years old, he is your future. Yeah. But also at 25 years old, able to jump right in now, he gives you the ability to win now. So sure. I think it makes sense for the Phillies to be it's aggressive because you don't have to worry about, okay, we've got the prospects, which are great. I know you all love the prospects prospects but we also have the win now and he can bridge that gap and also be able to even have the opportunity to now come in and you can learn I love being able to learn from not only Caleb Gotham but also Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola on how to Aaron Nola's talked a lot about how he manages his body and maintains his health so he can be Mr. Durable being able to learn some of those things from them uh, that in itself is valuable but I want to say in the chat I see you guys we see you guys, Dave P., Eugene Krabs, Matt Deckert. Uh, we've got, of course, Niners all day is here because well, Niners you just fans, keep coming back. It's the same person. They Again, were in the, hit that they were in the Eagles postgame chat last uh, night. Like, go yeah. enjoy your team. You guys are the best team in football right Corey, now. Corey, John Dickerson, Provolo, and John. But we see everybody like is here. here. Definitely hit yeah. the like button while Suicide you're here. Favor. Um, I've got uh, my new name now is Renee P. Imanaga. 
oh. according to um, John Dickerson. So yeah. every day I just get married to a different baseball player is what's <laughs> happening. You guys are just pimping me out out here. Well, it is the hot stove, Jeez Renee. Louise. Apparently I'm on the hot stove, too. Um, <laughs> but listen, they did ask some questions. Have you scared any Amish people yet is what I was asked. No, but I do want to get to Miller's Crossing because okay. uh, Miller's Crossing is the, the – is it Miller's Crossing? Yeah. It's the pretzel place, the Amish pretzel place, and they make a top three Philadelphia breakfast item. They do a pretzel roll with, like, sausage or bacon, egg, and cheese in the okay. pretzel roll. Okay. That is just absolutely to die for. Oh, I um, missed the part. Um, not so only I did I get, them yet. Yeah, so you're, but getting, I do want to eat their you're getting the comments about scaring people. I'm getting compliments that I look like rogue, thanks, but also that Yamamoto might be too young for me. Actually, no, because I'm a little younger than people may think. I'm only mm. 31. It's not terrible, but he's, anyway, that's my brother's age is off limits. Yeah. Um, but, no, you cannot see what was on the carts that have rolled by us, but we will have a chance uh, maybe to even show you some the food that we've got here because we've got some cool bagels and things that you guys can check out too yeah some jerk chicken's already been brought by oh, yeah. you know we got a lot keg stand's not happening but we do have some other great options oh, so far i do love molly malloy's right over my shoulder over there so i will <laughs> be uh, quenching my thirst after the show uh and yeah uh, you know it's gonna be a fun day here at the reading terminal so stay tuned all the shows will be broadcasting live uh we'll be sampling a lot of the food here uh, me and uh, a certain Anthony have done this in a past life, and it's always been one of my favorite days uh, because you get to get to sample the market. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, exactly. it's like the key to the city for the day. It is. It is. And honestly, I come in here and I'm always overwhelmed. I never know where to stop first because I'm, I'm like, I don't even know. I want to just get everything. Mm -hmm. I want to stop everywhere. And now we actually have a chance to do that today. And you're a sweet tooth. I'm a sweet tooth. So I want to get all the real food. I want to get the barbecue. I want to get the cheesesteaks. I want to get all the sandwiches. Then I want to get all the desserts. It's just overwhelming. Uh, but thanks to Bagels & Co. for being able to help support us to have the opportunity to be here. And at Bagels & Co., not only are we, we see their merch here on the table, but just let's tell you a little bit about them. So Bagels & Co. gives you Brooklyn-style bagels made right here in Philly and also allows you to have the biggest bagels in Philly. Uh, they've got all different types of assortments. They've got different sizes, uh, a large variety, I should say, of bagels. And you don't have to worry about traveling to New York to get those bagels. As Jamie said, don't go to Rat City. Get it right here in the city of brotherly love. So with Bagels & Co., you get the largest cream cheese variety, 30 different flavors mm. of cream cheese. I'm a chive 30. Chive cream cheese. Yeah, I, I, oh, you I know what? I didn't you. even know outside of like three flavors of cream cheese that there were 30. I, but lo I love a good they've schmear. They've got 30 there. So you can have any types of cream cheese. They have an Eagles cream cheese, a Sixers cream cheese, some Phillies promotional stuff as well during the fall season. Plenty of options for you. Also at a great affordable brand. And you can get the best Brooklyn style bagels right here in Philly. Uh, so head to www.thebagelsandco.com slash store to find the closest bagel and co near you and be able to check that out and let them know that us at PHOI Sports sent you to Bagels and Company. Lovely to see that they've been a big part of, of our day today, uh, having a chance to hang out with us and also giving us a chance to dive in and taste some of their delicious bagels. Absolutely. Jamie. I'm like half bagel. Uh, I, bagel is deep in my DNA. I, I make lunch sandwiches on them. I grew up going to this bagel. You make lunch sandwiches on bagels? Yeah, like a turkey sandwich on a bagel. Forget like boring toast. And I'm just going right for the bagel but sandwich. But why not go for Because it's better. Bagels are heartier and yes. breadier. Do you think I got to, that's a word? To, to this physique by, uh, you know, this is a caring question. about my, uh, Don't set me up. my bread intake? 
I mean, I can't quit bagels. I don't know what to say. I don't I, know what to I say. I love bagels. Like my one of my deathbed meals would be a sausage or pork roll, egg and cheese on an everything bagel. Yeah. Like absolutely on my deathbed. Okay. I want a pork roll, egg and cheese on an everything bagel. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shout out to this guy. I just we made eye contact several times. Yeah. And he waved finally. So. Uh, so speaking of John Middleton's <laughs> money, a couple things came up yesterday in the pre-arbitration yes. bonus pool. Uh, so pretty nice day for Bryson Stott and Brandon Marsh. Also not bad for Christopher Sanchez. <gasps> These guys. Ooh, what do we have um, here? Oh, wait a minute. Caritas Baseball takes a, a backseat to the fact that we have from Caritas. Do you say Ooh. Caribbean or Caribbean? Because I say I, Caribbean. I'm a Caribbean. I'm a Caribbean. So a Caribbean. Carita actually came over and said hello and she was stopped woman. us. Very lovely. Took a selfie Ooh. with me and everything. Brought us some jerked meatballs, plantains, beef patties, and there's also oxtail if you want it, Jamie. Mm. It's 11:17, and like I said, it's never too early. Oh damn, that jerk meatball. You know what I love? Is this is my second time. Well, no, not my second time. Second time in a live show with food. If this is how we're gonna do live shows on site. Mm. Sign me up for every single Carita. That is delicious. Oh, thank you. Oh, wow. Got a little kick to it. Oh, that jerk meatball jump was starts your, Jump starts your Tuesday. Oh, that hits the spot right there. Wow. And Wait, that's a beauty we're supposed to be talking baseball now? Yeah, yeah. Well, we are going to do something stupid where we... Um, Try to guess what Ooh. Philly would hit up what food here in the Reading Terminal Market. This is very good. Because there's something for everybody here. It's it, There's so much delicious food. Carita's Caribbean food is also here in Reading Terminal Market. Yes. They have a location Sorry, in West Philly, did I hear say, and the, and the market. Yes. There's a location in West Philly. There's a location here as well. And it's, I mean, Caribbean food is hard to come by. Like, good seasoned Caribbean food. Yes. Yes, yes. That hit the spot. That was delicious. Uh, so, speaking of John Middleton's money tasting seasoning for the first time ever no 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 i love all food james very seasoned <laughs> he's very seasoned he's passed the test all right i just had to ram that in my mouth because that was delicious wow oh this is really good too I love patties. all right you take it away i'll just keep it yeah in. so the pre-arbitration eligible players have a bonus pool in major league baseball Meaning if you're a Ronald Acuna Jr. and you go out and, well, he was different because he signed an early extension. But if you're a typical player and you go out and win an MVP or a Cy Young or a Gold Glove, there is an allocated bonus pool uh, that you win a certain amount. I think it's like $2.5 million for an MVP. I think it's like $2 million for a Cy Young, one point five for a Gold Glove. There's all these benchmarks of, you know, when you're Bryson Stott making – Tyler, I don't. Even, could you look up what he made last year? He's probably what, like, just shy of a, um, maybe just north of a million. Like, he's still pretty, pretty cheap uh, because he is pre-arbitration eligible. So, Bryson Stott, Brandon Marsh, Christopher Sanchez are three guys that well, qualify. It wasn't this. even a million dollars. Yeah, I was going to say probably seven hundred and thirty-four thousand. Yeah, I wanted um, to say just shy of a million, but that felt cheap. But that's what the life of baseball is. So. Uh, there's a bonus pool that gets divvied up for people that hit certain qualifiers. Bryson Stott being a gold glove finalist uh, was one of those qualifiers. So Bryson Stott yesterday takes home a nice bonus check of $628,380, almost matching his yearly income with the Phillies this past year. Wow. Brandon Marsh takes home five hundred and thirty dollars and Christopher Sanchez, who was tremendous for the Phillies this year, takes home 280000 you know, Not a bad little bonus to get. The only thing I love more than food is money, Jamie. <laughs> and to get a nice bonus like that, 
those are the types of things that also keep your players very happy. You know, you All get right. to get that nice holiday bonus All right, right Renee, on time. So 628,000 hits your account right before Christmas. What is Renee Washington doing with with a cool 628,000 you might not have considered Ooh, yours? Well, I already did my Christmas shopping. Yeah. So the gifts are this done. This is a treat yourself kind of direct deposit. This is a treat myself thing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm booking that plane uh, to get to a nice warm spot. Although I don't know. because I'm building no, myself I'm not, a sweet golf simulator. Like, freestanding house in the backyard. See, I, see like the holidays have a lot of chairs. deals. It's very, it's very dangerous. There's a lot of deals. I'm a big Amazon and, and online shopper. So I could get carried away. Um, I think I'm going to try to hold it till the new year and See, then I would, plan. I would go, that's free money. And I would know if I'm Bryson Ooh. Stott, I got a lot more money coming down the line. So I'd just be like, I'm spending well, this on myself. Well, you guys definitely wouldn't see me for like a week here on the show because <laughs> I'd be gone. I'd be out at least like a seven to ten day trip probably. Yeah. That I'd just be out of here probably doing a nice European tour yeah. or a long About to be a new dad and boom, like, 628000 well, after taxes and agent fees, less. But regardless, nice little day for some of the young oh, fillies there. Oh, people gave me answers. So Dave is saying I would buy an uni pizza oven. I want one of those. I That would be so cool. Those are awesome. That my cousin has cool. one. It's I very like that cool. suggestion, Dave. John Dickerson saying I would hire an Italian boot maker. I do love my boots, so maybe I need to upgrade my boots. You got Who some knows? big heels on today. I do have some boots some on today. Some ass-kicking heels. I do. I Look do. Out. Watch out, guys. Uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know. It's uh, Will said this show never stays on the rails and he loves it. <laughs> but yeah, you guys will miss me, Martian. I know. I just wouldn't be here. But you know what? I'd send pictures. Oh, that's nice I, of you. You know, maybe I'd even join in remotely mm-hmm. from like wherever. I'd yeah. just be around the world. Well, that's the beauty of the internet. You can check in yeah, from Yeah, like wherever. I would just check in from anywhere. You guys would get to see me just travel and live my best life for like 10 days. Yeah, that'd be nice. What would you do? What I you? would build a golf simulator. Like a sweet half bar with like lounge chairs, maybe okay. a poker table, cigar set up whatever Ooh. and then the other half would be a golf what, in, simulator like in your basement in your house i, I want like a freestanding house like that i can walk oh, out like to like a he shed yeah basically okay, okay. so uh, that's what i would do <laughs> uh, i really want a golf simulator badly in my house i just think that would be a lot of fun to go hit balls whenever you hey, want if somebody's sitting in the business of having golf simulators <laughs> yeah. jamie's shooting a shot yeah, hit, hit, hit. my wife would uh, absolutely kill Shoot me that shot, Jamie. yeah uh, so here's something and I saw. We'd never you. see you either, by the way. We'd probably you'd be gone no. probably seven to ten days also. So yeah. it'd be Tyler holding down the fort. He'd be hosting, I, producing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. See you okay. later. There. I might check in. Maybe not. I might give you guys like a hundred bucks or something. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> um, so here is uh, something that made me feel very old yesterday in re- oh, gosh, in relation yeah. to the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, speaking of money, this was uh, courtesy of Phillies Tailgate on Twitter. So it has been, and you know me in, in this economy, Renee, I'm always keeping my eye know, on that dollar. Uh, this made me feel really old. So it has been 5,527 days since the Phillies won the World Series. You want to hear some stats from October 2008 in Pennsylvania? I know where I was, October 2008. What do you think a gas, I believe gas I saw this morning at 439 where I passed? I could be slightly off there, but more or less the ballpark. What would you guess a gallon of gas cost the last time the Phillies won the World Series uh, in Pennsylvania? Uh, two oh eight. Damn, two dollars and ten cents. I promise you, I did not look. Minimum but, wage. But I remember I used to be able because around two thousand eight. So I didn't get my license. I don't want to age you, but I didn't get my license until shortly after two thousand eight. But I remember being able to get 
five dollars and it put like a half tank of gas in my car like i could fill up my car with like 10 bucks oh, so yeah. i just crunched that math when i first quick. started driving yeah. i remember my parents would be like, be like here's five. 20 bucks and like you know yep. either bring us back to change or yeah. change. or change. just keep it for like lunch oh, or yeah. something like that now and my I, car is like 50 yeah. 60 bucks easy that i'm to fill up a tank so that's so the last time the phillies I won remember the, those days. the world series gas was 210 so in 08 it was it was 210 okay yeah. uh <sighs> minimum wage was seven dollars and 15 cents an hour it is now up to, I believe, fifteen twenty-five. I don't even know. If I'm Whatever not it is, it's still too low because the way this economy is, Jamie, as You're you know. Damn right. You want to take a guess what the average home price was in Pennsylvania? Uh, Just in two thousand eight. Four hundred thousand. Two hundred and thirteen thousand dollars and two hundred dollars. Oh wow! Oh wow! You know what that would get you these days? <laughs> A box. <laughs> yeah. Not much a there. Home, basically, like. We'd, we'd be in a nicer room right now than what people can get yeah, for 200 yeah. depending on where but, you're living especially by oh, the way man. guys the, uh, the, uh, mi the minimum wage in, in Pennsylvania is 725 it's gone up 10 cents wait I thought there was a nationwide minimum wage raising oh it hasn't been a, well, it hasn't, I, don't think it's officially, I don't think it's officially been approved I thought it had been huh. So as of right now, it's $7.25. Well, I wouldn't be able to afford this delicious Well, food. that's a problem. It's gone up 10 cents in 15 years. <laughs> yeah. That's a problem when uh, gas is, like, uh, quadrupled and home prices are... So basically, that was you the get selling, paid. That was the selling point for a lot of, like, high school jobs. They're like, well, we pay seven thirty-five, And I'm like, whoa, man. Oh, that, that extra 10, that 10 cents is, is really helping. Yeah. You can't do anything with that money. No. That's, um, like... That's nothing in this economy. You didn't finish your patty, Renee. You didn't finish your plantain. I'm not a big plantain guy. Do you... You can have it. You want it? Do you want the I, I, corner, I, uh, bananas? Corner of my patty? No, that's all right. I mean, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I know. I it's, figured I'd offer though because no, like you've nice offered me you. your plantain. Yeah. Like I don't want to. I'm a very. I don't, you know. it, plantains remind me of bananas. They are bananas. I know, and I don't like bananas. Oh, there's more. Oh my God, ter termini. Oh wow. Is it termini? Oh, it's termini cannolis oh, and cookies. Oh wow. Oh boy, it's gonna be a lot of calories ingested today. Wait a minute. I was still finishing up my Well, Caribbean. I'm not going to wait. Mm. So we've got cannolis Hot and damn. cookies. Cannolis, I think, are an underrated breakfast item. Okay, that's fair. Is that inner fat dialogue that I'm not supposed to say out loud? No, no. I feel like... Or is that okay? No, no, no. Actually, pies, Ricotta donuts, cheese, cannolis. Pastry, like, it's basically a breakfast. breakfast. Food. You yeah. have it with milk? All right. It's a yeah. Well balanced, healthy breakfast. Oh, I support yeah. that. It can't be any worse than eating like, you know, Lucky Charms. You know no. what I mean? Like if you I eat love a Lucky it's, Charms, it's first a of all, of sugar. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I still, I think I'd Lucky Charms in my cabinet right now. You love Lucky Charms? I love sugary cereal. So I'm a um, Fruit Loops, Lucky Charms, and I mix my. Cereal. I'm like a boomer with my cereal. I like Crackling Oprin, oh, Honey boy. Bunches of O. Multi-grain Cheerios. Like I don't like the super sweet cereal. stuff. No. I, but I like those. I don't like the super sweet cereals. No. Like, I was never a Frosted Flakes guy no. or any of that stuff. I'm a Frosted Flakes. I will, like, a Honey Nut Cheerios. And I mix my cereal. You need to try that. I support mixing cereals. It's very When good. I was a kid, I used to... It gives you a little bit of both. Yeah. So, last night when I was doing the show prep, I looked up a Visit Philly article on the best items to eat at Reading Terminal Market. So oh, I have them. Yeah, we're going to dive into this and then we'll get to the ML, all MLB and, uh, you know, way too early power rankings for next year. Uh, so there was, I think, 13 places listed. I added two of my own that I thought got shortchanged on the Visit Philly list, including Herschel's. Um, so I, I thought we would name the places and you decide 
maybe collaboratively we okay. decide which player would be going to which spot. All right, so let me I think I think the most famous place in Reading Terminal is Tommy Denix. A Denix roast pork with sharp probe and broccoli rob, I think is the superior Philadelphia sandwich to the cheesesteak. Hot take. Uh, I love cheesesteaks, don't get me wrong. But if somebody... I do too. If somebody... <laughs> from, yes, you love cheese. We all know this, Renee. I if love somebody is coming in from out steaks. of town and they say, what cheesesteak should I get? I say, you can't go wrong with the majority of them. But what you should do is go to Reading Terminal Market and get a Denix because I think Denix is just dynamite. If I had to pick the Philly that would be going to Denix. I was going to do a joke there, but it's fine. He moved on. Okay. I know my. <laughs> no, I just, you can't. I I'm think, sorry. I think Denix screams Kyle Schwarber to me. 100%. You agree? That 100 is the right? only right answer. Um, I'm trying to think of so Okay. I'm trying to think of an underdog favorite, number two, because Kyle Schwarber to me. I see him slop, slopping in on a big roast beef sandwich. <laughs> no, like, uh -huh. no, like, you know, all in. Uh -huh. Not like, a, you know, some people eat sandwiches cute. He's he's going in. He's got all I the agree. napkins. That was a good up. try, guys. We made it 29 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. So okay? we all agree. Kyle Schwarber is most likely it's, it's good. It's Kyle Schwarber. I don't know who the number two is, though. Like, um, I don't even know who else. I would maybe go. I mean, I think we're all going Schwarber because he's a hefty boy. Yeah, and that's how I was gonna say Jose, but I don't want to. I don't want to just stick with all the hefty guys. Yeah, well, you know, there's other stuff to get to. Like I, I don't know. We'll, we'll go through the list all right, here. It's Kyle for sure. All right, who is the Kyle Bassett's the ice cream guy? Because Bassett's is a Philadelphia institution. They have a delightful counter over there. I think on the Arch Street side. Um, okay. Okay, Who you I'm got? going Ranger. Ranger seems like a nice ice cream man. An adorable Ranger an adorable with a bowl. Like, yeah, yeah I, right. I totally see Ranger Eating being some the Bassett's ice guy. Ice cream and you know just happy. Bassett's is just that might be the best ice cream in the world. Oh, I, I don't know. I have so many though. It is it's so, so good. good. It's so good. All right, a now nice one of the other ice cream. Oh fine, gosh. fine items here at Reading Terminal is the donuts at Beeler's. Now, Ooh. when I used to work in the city, we had a, uh, a Friday lunch crew that would come here every Friday, and they would always, shout out Ben Hill, would always bring back a box of Beeler's Donuts for Beeler. people. Beeler. I always said Beeler's. Okay, so excuse I love me. Beeler's. Thanks for the correction, guys. Who um, is the Philly that's going to Beeler's? I would say I'm getting like a JT Real Muto vibe. I could, I could see that. Right? Yeah, I could Catching see that. Catching some donuts. I would say Reese if he was still here, but he's no longer one of us. Which, by the way, Vince That's Pellegrini awkward. thinks That's they bring Reese back. He was like, "What if?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so." so. I mean, I just think, I think equate donuts and ice cream to someone who's like soft and very kind and very like lovable. I could see Matt Strom being a, a donut guy. I had him for a different spot. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, next on the list is what we just ate: the delicious cannolis from Termini. Ooh. Who screams cannoli to you, Renee, on the Phillies? Nick. Nick? Yeah, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Nick. Yeah. He's definitely giving me cannoli vibes. just going with the guy? Yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, let's say that. I don't got to think hard about that one. I'm definitely going to go right, with I Nick. I agree completely. Throwing uh, back some cannoli. All right. Now, the apple dumplings from Ooh. the Dutch eating place. Oh. Oh, that sounds so good. That kind of sounds like a Jose type of thing. Apple dumplings. Um, Who yeah, screams apple I, dumplings? Bryson Stott? 
Yeah, like again, I'm thinking a dumplings. Kid? Yeah, I was I was gonna say dumplings and daycare. Definitely, I feel like go hand. <laughs> I was gonna say yoro for more of like a dessert. Okay, dessert well, this vibe. is a dessert. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Apple. Yeah, sure, sure. Let's go Yoro. All right. Let's see what people in the chat are saying while you're doing that. There, uh, There's few things that Philadelphians love more than soft pretzels. I had heard a stat once. You know how, like, useless information just stays with you for life? Which is what you have a lot of. I have a ton of this. I heard I this probably, Likewise. like, a decade ago, that your average American eats one pound of pretzels a year. Your average Philadelphian eats <coughs> 12 pounds of soft pretzel a year. We love soft pretzels here. Ooh. And Miller's Crossing. We love soft pretzels. Or excuse me, Miller's Twist. I keep saying Miller's Crossing because that was a movie. Miller's Twist has some soft pretzels uh, that are absolutely to die for. Who on the Phillies screams soft pretzel man to you the most? This big old softy. I'm going to go with... Uh... I had one. I don't know. Trey Turner's a Florida gonna... guy, so he doesn't seem like that to me. I, I... I'm going to go... J- I, I'm, I'm going to go like... Soto or Cave? I, I could see Zach Wheeler being a big soft pretzel oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know? yeah. Because his wife's from Jersey, so he might have had some, like, you know, maybe she showed up with a bag of soft maybe. pretzels once. You know, it's in her DNA. So, um, yeah, in the chat, we've got Jake Cave and Alec Bohm, the apple dumpling game. Alec could be a good one to have some apple dumplings, for sure. Nebraska. Um, yeah, I could Fred, see that. Apples. I could see that. It makes for sense. For sure, for sure. Um, Topper was thrown in. Uh, I believe that was for the donuts. I believe that Matt Decker was saying Topper. I could see Alvarado. Topper being the donut guy. Yeah, we've seen. Our own John Foley reports Jake he was Hayes. just flat coffee at the winter meetings. No, he didn't mess around with the food. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, he seemed like a pastry breakfast person in general. Or the Scrapple from At Home Diner over there. Uh, love Scrapple. Sitting down at a breakfast with bar. Pork roll. I know people in the chat were talking about pork roll earlier. Some pork roll. All right, rank your breakfast meats. Pork roll. Pork roll one. Pork, bacon. Bacon two. But I always have bacon. I don't always have pork roll. It's weird. And then... I think pork roll is the most underrated of the breakfast meats. Because I feel like people outside of this area don't appreciate pork roll. No, they don't. They call it Taylor it right. Ham yeah, in Jersey. Like it's not Taylor like a bunch Ham. Of it's not whatever else. There's other names for it, too. It's got multiple names. It's pork roll, bacon, uh, sausage, Turkey bacon is up there as well. Oh, Scrapples dominates turkey bacon. When you sit What's down at list? a diner, I would go pork roll one, sausage two. The bacon scrapple debate is a real tough no, one. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's yes, only it a tough one. When people you get like a don't good like piece of scrapple like from like at home diner over there where it's like crisped up on the griddle and like the proper thickness. I see. Ketchup. I don't want a thick bacon. I don't like when it like. No, the, I'm talking scrapple. Oh, like, oh. It has oh, to be because no, if too no, thick, no, no, no. you lose some some luster. See, I like scrapple, but bacon is still supreme. I have to go bacon Nothing just like because the smell of like. Of bacon so I would go taste. scrapple four, bacon three. Final decision. Wow. Okay. Pork roll one though. Sausage two. See, it depends if it's patties or links for sausage. Very good point. Because patties, patties are taste much better, superior. But then to diner links are a total. Listen, listen, this just became a food show, guys. We're not ready to turn to market. <laughs> sausage patties, sausage links, sausage diner. diner links. Three different completely tastes. I completely agree. And the patties are the best. 
So who? So are we going topper? Was the Scrapple guy at yeah. down at oh, down he's home definitely diner? A Scrapple guy for sure. For All right. Sure. So there's the cheese boats, which yeah. I'm uh, unfamiliar with. No over offense at to you guys, Sammy but... Somio. It's like right over there, actually, not far away no from offense. us. I have not tried, so I will have to get to that today. I don't know who's going on cheese boats on the Phillies. What is it? I don't even understand. My my non cheese eating brain can't compute. Uh, well, what you is actually this cheese love place? cheese. No, I don't know. Anybody know it? What is it? Cheese boats? Yes. Boats and cheese. A cheese boat. I think it's like in a bread. See this? Like, oh, that's so much cheese. Yeah. Can that be replaced with like? Is that an egg? That one has an egg in it. I don't think they all have to be. And is that bread? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a, a bread soup. boat. It's like a cheesy soup. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I can't. In, I can't be in this conversation. <laughs> Have, handle this one yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then uh. there's a ton of other great items here, including, uh, you know, the the Rubens from Herschel's, Carmen's Ugh. Italian Hoagies. Uh, you got sweet potato pies from Sweet Tea's Bakery. You got roast duck and pork noodle platters uh, at the Duck House. There's so much great stuff I here. Think, I think uh, Aaron's going to the Duck House. I can see that. Aaron's at the Duck House for yeah, sure, guys. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. A hunter. He seems like, He likes yeah, that gamey kind of me, meat. Yeah, 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 like yeah. He probably eats, like, lamb and alligator and totally, duck and shark and totally agree. squid and whatever other animal. Have raccoons. you ever eaten alligator? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, because sometimes I feel like... <laughs> Not just, knowingly? Yeah, like, I feel like unknowingly I did. Um, it tastes like chicken, honestly. I saw an alligator that somebody was eating that literally looked like an alligator. Yes. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't barbecue, the meat. Barbecue, it wasn't, like, alligator because there's, like, alligator... Balls. It's like cheese balls, but it's alligator. No, it's a real thing. Google it. I believe but you, Renee. And there's alligator I don't know what bites. You're second guessing yourself. But then with. there's alligator you can get where it's like literally they, they. It looks like they just took the alligator out the swamp and plopped it on the table. Yes, I've seen that at barbecues. It's gross. It's yeah, gross. like LSU games, oh, they'll yeah, put like yeah, a gator gross. out on the table. Uh, so yeah, there's a ton of great uh, people items. like gator. Ugh. It's not. Pro it's John it's, and Ed are gator. It was better than I thought it was gonna be. That it tastes like chicken because that's what everybody always says. Yeah, kind of. But I don't understand how everything tastes like chicken, but it's not chicken. It's just weird. Just I my, don't know. It's just generic white meat, sense. I guess. Alligator eggs, Dave P is saying, are a good thing in the South. Whoa. Instead of like chicken eggs? Do they like, are they just in the grocery store? You think? <laughs> <laughs> like a section? How does one it's harvest? like the egg section, and then there's like I'm alligator eggs. I'm not stealing eggs, eggs from an alligator. Well, I feel like you buy them in the grocery store. Dave, please give us well, more information. Well, but somebody's harvesting those, and that's wild. Oh, yeah. Somebody's got to steal them. Oh, God. And where do Talking alligators about alligator even keep balls. their eggs? It's the guy that goes and gets the eggs. Yeah, I, I have so many questions because I don't know where alligator eggs are. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> We're talking food. Yeah. Tyler's like, this is supposed to be baseball. All right. So uh, I guess we'll get back oh, to the gator baseball. Nuggets. Oh, yeah. The chat's going wild. I'm just not going to read this anymore nuggets. because you guys have some crazy, crazy things. Hmm. Oh, from the water boy. I don't, I do remember the yeah. gator. Okay. All right. So Moving let's get on. to some Moving of the on. other MLB news going around right now. We teased it yesterday. We wanted to run through the all MLB yes, teams we gotta wrap up soon, guys. that so were announced over the weekend. Uh, we didn't get to them in depth yesterday, but the headline was a lot of Braves, no Phillies. And None. you project this year. One of the things, you know, Dombrowski has mentioned. I think the fan base is banking on is a full season of Bryce Harper gets in those discussions again to be a first or second team all MLB player. And the expectation should be that Trey Turner and JT Real Muto also are on those levels of being first or second team yeah. all MLB players. So hopefully at least one of those three. I don't think Schwarber's ever really going to have a shot unless DH is considered. Mm. 
-hmm. and he's a true DH yeah. this year, not a left fielder. So he might look if he hits 45 to 50 home runs, he'll probably be in that discussion. Um, that's probably it. Maybe Bryson Stott could elevate his game another level and get to a second team all MLB. That was the headline. So what is the actual all MLB teams, Renee? Well, Jamie, you know where you can elevate your game? That's over at the Game Time app. Because oh. the Game Time app is the spot where you're able to find great prices, great tickets. I was just at the Wells Fargo Center last night. It made it so easy for you to be able to get your tickets. And you know what? I did not use the Game Time app, unfortunately, because somebody, my dad, gave me the tickets. I was fumbling <laughs> at the door. And I was like, gosh, I wish I had the Game Time app. Literally, as I was standing in the cold. So Game Time app makes it so much easier for you. So you're not waiting out in the cold looking for your tickets. You're not wondering how you can get your tickets because you're having Wi-Fi issues. But you also can see your seat. So as you're purchasing your tickets, you now have the opportunity to see where you're seated. So you and your buddies have a nice idea of what the court view is going to be. Or maybe you're at a comedy show or a concert. And they make it so easy for you. So great prices. Nice and easy. Use that code PHOI to get your discount of 10% off at the Game Time app. And what's it? $20 off. Oh, boy. At the game time, I have a $20 off. My bad. My bad. Well, you're going uh, from memory foods. here. Huh? You're just going straight oh, yeah, from I'm not memory. Anything. Wow. This is me off no memory. notes, no nothing. No what a nothing, pro. baby. Game time. Yeah. Use the game time app. $20 off when you use code PHLY at the game time app. So back to your actual question, Jamie. Now, hopefully my wife isn't watching, but I just got her a little stocking stuffer through game time. With, oh, don't uh, reveal gifts on air because what if she's, she's not? She's, what if somebody she's, else she's a teacher. Something? She better be working. You know, better be. the future generations need her right now. I mean, we have be some watching teachers that YouTube watch us. Show. Lisa, different teachers that watch That's us true. that are like on their break or it's movie time for the kids. But I Listen, did use game time again and it's great. Don't don't reveal gifts on here, guys. All right. So <laughs> the all MLB teams, as we discussed yesterday, with the Rangers having six between the two, the Braves having five between the two with three six on the first team MLB. is unreal. Jeez. But it also makes me hope this year for the Phillies, I'm using that as some ammunition. You know, because, of course, as we know, Bryce didn't play a full season. Trey, it wasn't until that August yeah. standing ovation that he got right. Um, as you mentioned with Kyle Schwarber, he just really has a very unlikely chance of being an all-MLB player. And then Zach Wheeler, you know, Aaron Nola. If I'm these guys, Bryson Stott, I'm playing with a little extra uh, motivation going into this season to not only have a complete season, but to get some respect. And to have the Phillies go to the NLCS and not have a single player, not one player, the Diamondbacks had Corbin Carroll. The, as we already know with the Rangers and the Braves. Deservedly so. The, that kid's awesome. Of course, of course. The Orioles had someone. Josh Hader made the list. The Yankees had players. You know, a lot of teams are represented, and you don't want to see your team get snubbed. So uh, it's not a snub in this sense because it's, it makes sense. They didn't have a full, complete season. But I'm hoping that next year we're having the same conversation, that it should be Bryce, Trey, Zach, um, Bryson that we're looking at as all MLB players for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And if you wanted to get like, say a sports card for some, you know, somebody you love or care for this holiday season, I would recommend you go get that Bryson stop card now. And I would recommend going to wheelhouse cards because they have two convenient locations in Wayne and Westchester. And they're an absolutely awesome place this time of the year, all year round, but especially at the holidays, because not only do they have cards, uh, like your favorite brands like Top Chrome Baseball and Mosaic Football. They also have a ton of gear in store with awesome, you know, T-shirts, hats, hoodies from brands like Mitchell and Ness, 47 brand, Junk Food, Starter, and one of my favorites in town, Chide Vintage Sports. And if you're looking to have your sports card collection graded, well, Wheelhouse offers PSA grading submissions. They also host a ton of different family-friendly events and birthday parties every single month. So stop into either of their stores in Wayne or Westchester, open seven days a week at 11 a.m. and use that code PHLY to get 10 
$10 off any purchase of $25 or more in store. And be, give, be sure to give them a follow on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. All well, right, Jamie, I want to just give a quick shout out again to those in the chat. I know Mink Time is here again. It's funny. We've got some usuals that are here that aren't really the biggest Philly sports fans. But while you're here, hit that thumbs up button. Make sure that you're uh, liking and following. We love you, uh, even if you hate Santiago, us. Santiago, Ming Time, Dave, Will. Whether you hate us or you love us, we're happy that you're here. Um, Eugene Crabb, of course, Marshall Lynch, Matt Deckard. So all of our, a lot of our usual friends and some other new faces here in the chat to join us uh, live from Reading Terminal Market. Yeah, and we're brought to you by our new uh, yeah. Partner yes. here at Bagels and Company. <gasps> We're so excited. Oh my God, the Denix is here. You spoke it up. Oh, uh, let me continue talking bagels, but Denix is in my oh, face. Oh, you didn't I just take went the cannoli, blind though. with fat joy. Cookie, but, it's okay. uh, but yes, Bagels and Company is awesome. You don't oh. have to go all the way to New York anymore to get Brooklyn style bagels made right here in Philadelphia. They're taking the best of New York and bringing it to Philadelphia. And I appreciate that because nobody wants to go up to Rat City. So thank you to Bagels and Company for being Do our presenting. Do you want to eat this Kyle Schorber style? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> A Denix. This is. This is. Look at that. Renee, you know what's in there. I know. I just got it, actually. Jeez, I'm not going to lie. Sharp provolone. I'm not going to lie. I literally just got it. I was like, oh, no. Oh, There's so cheese good, in there. Renee. It's so good. Nothing like stuffing my face on the internet, right? Oh, no. Wait. Wait. I don't have cheese. What am I tasting? <laughs> I like how you actually like cheese and you think you no, don't I like don't cheese. No, I don't like cheese. Yours has cheese on it. You love cheese steaks, you love cheese pizza, and you love mozzarella sticks, yet you hate cheese. Help me make that make sense in my mind. We're not doing this right now, Jamie. Sharp provolone? You got oh, Denise. baby. We're not doing this right now. Tommy Denix, right really over quickly, there. Just really quickly, it just it makes sense. It makes sense. Cheese, depending on how it's cooked and what it's flavored with, it tastes completely different. Sure. I only like three things with cheese. Bread. I don't like cheese bread. Well, no. What do you think pizza is? Oh yeah, yeah. Pizza, cheese steaks, and mozzarella sticks. Yeah, That's it. It's There's all breading. Else. It's all breading and cheese. Yeah. Everything else is gross. I'm not the crazy one here. You can't or, say you hate or cheese. Or are all of you crazy? And I'm the same one. That's what it really comes down to. Everybody that likes cheese. And I will say there's some health benefits to not eating cheese. Sure. Boom. There's health benefits to not eating a lot of things. But I continue <laughs> to eat them. And that's why this place is one of my favorite places on earth. Um, so let's get to the way too early power rankings oh, that were gosh, put out by Bleacher yeah. Report. You, you like a little late December Christmas time power good, ranking, Tyler? I love Tyler. that we always in sports do power rankings and everything. Well, you got it. All the time because the why not? The content machine doesn't stop. Yeah, why not? It doesn't matter if it's December. We're given power rankings. And I think I agree with their top. I think uh, I around seven, I start to have disagreements, but I think their top six is pretty spot on. Tyler, feel free to hop in this conversation as well. Anybody want to take a guess who was listed as. The top team in Major I League Baseball. Well, Get out I of just, here. I just saw this, though. There's, there's a right answer, and there's an answer they're going to give. <laughs> what do you think the right answer is? The right answer is the Atlanta Braves. Oh. Ooh. The Pitching answer they're going to give you is probably either the team that just won the World Series nope. or the no. L.A. Dodgers. The Los Angeles Dodgers, they listed as number one. So you think Braves should be number one? It's I the do. Shoei Otani yeah. effect. No one is going to – listen, Mookie, Shoei, and Freddie together alone catapult them – to number one, even though and as they many add people have now said, and they might add more. Right. Well, Glass now definitely helps on the pitching side because that's been the biggest thing people have said. Well, they still don't have because Otani can't pitch this upcoming season and needs a year. 
they still have it locked in their starting pitching, but the Dodgers aren't done yet, apparently. So, number so I one. I think that's why so they still are number one. Dustin May is hurt. Tony Gonsolin is hurt. You're banking on a bunch of guys who are very young. In 2025, young. that rotation's going to be nasty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really good yeah. in 2025. Oh, yeah. And probably they the should thing. be rightfully They're... so the number one team in 2025. So, you brought them up. The defending world champs, number two on this list. It's just crazy um, to not be number one after winning the World Series. Yeah. Well, but that's, Shoei Otani, baby. But there's a, I mean, there's a likelihood they may lose their top two pitchers. Montgomery yes. is Montgomery's probably gone. But do they counterbalance that with a Snell or a Hater? They're right. going to make moves because well, they Let me rephrase money. that. Evaldi's back, right? Uh, uh, I believe so, see. yes. For one more yes. year. And um, he was spectacular for them. Uh, I'm curious to see, you know, Yamamoto, all these pitchers on the uh, on the hot stove out there are just waiting for Yamamoto to decide so they can go to the next highest bidder. Wherever he goes, is going to jump their team up in the power Yeah, it's going to be trickle-down sure. pitcher economics. Uh, so the Rangers were listed second in these uh, way-too-early power rankings. The Braves, Tyler, your number one, are listed as third. Okay. Um, and then the but Phillies. top three is interchangeable. Yeah, and then the Phillies sure. come in fourth. Astros, five. Yankees, six. I would have the Orioles above the Diamondbacks. They have Diamondbacks 7, Orioles it's 8, the fa- yeah, I mean. Rays 9, Blue Jays 10. So, I mean, the teams in the NL, because that in baseball, that's all you really have to worry about. You have the Dodgers, the Phillies, the Braves, and the Diamondbacks. So four of the top 10 teams uh, by a lot of people's standards are uh, NL teams. So, you know, the Braves, the Phillies aren't afraid of. So that's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's nice exactly. to be in the top five. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how things continue to shift, especially as more trades and signings happen. Wherever Yamamoto goes, I imagine there's going to be a boost there. Uh, and hopefully know, Alex Coffey's right. They're super aggressive and go yeah, get this guy. I, that would would be love, a, I mean, I would love that to happen. You want to get this city irrational about the Phillies again? Go oh, get yeah. Yamamoto oh, and yeah. add him to this mix. People will start getting nuts. Well, because we all had this sliver of hope that Yamamoto is going to actually be able to you know, the Phillies are going to actually be able to bring in Yamamoto, especially once we heard the news of the finances and the big money numbers. And then when Dave came out and said, oh, we're not really looking to bring in a superstar, we all kind of were like backpedaling and just, you know, accepted our fate, accepted that, we're, you know, we're not going to get Yamamoto. But now to see Alex Coffey mentioned that the Phillies are being aggressive. Oh, man, that hope just went up a little bit. Yeah, it did. It rose a couple <laughs> percentage points. And, yeah, you know, four the, to seven. it seems like Yamamoto kind of like the first round was, are you serious? about this right here's the number we're looking for do you want to negotiate and it seems like all the big market teams that got past that and the floodgates are open because yep. what was it january 4th he has to make a january decision? 4th it is already december 19th so and we you know. are six days away from christmas 13 days away from new year's and that puts us 16 days away from january 4th yeah, so it's, you know, the bidding wars have uh, started today, according to John Morosi, and the Yankees appear to be the favorite. Ooh, uh, we'll see if Steve Cohen and his weird Tiger Shark uh, are the second contenders there, but hopefully the Phillies can, uh, you know, get nuts, because I'd like to see some irrational spending. Not that they don't spend enough. They're not cheap. Well, it'd but be rational. I want to get irrational. Yeah, and I want to see a big splash. You know, like this, with Yamamoto still up, for grabs uh go all in push all your chips in Let's go all nuts. in see what you can do because it absolutely would be a great addition for the now and for the future to be able to bring in yamamoto and as we know there's still concern he hasn't pitched once in the majors yet despite his tremendous performance at the world baseball classic and everything he's done uh with racking up awards we still haven't seen him in the majors yet but 
I think he's going to pan out. I don't think he's going to be a bust or anything. And I'm hoping, as you snap pictures... I am taking a picture of my Denix Sport and sending it to some buddies to rub it in uh, as we wrap up here at the Reading Terminal Market. By the way, before we do uh, end this show... um, we have some great fans and some great friends that we've met yeah. over the last couple yes. of uh, months. Julia's mom's we, here. We uh, we got some gifts. We got some <laughs> nice gifts from you guys. Again. What? From who? Oh my gosh! You guys are so sweet. From Mickey Durkin. Is that who that it's from? <gasps> wow. Yes. It Mickey says Mickey Durkin. and family. That is too kind, Mickey. Well, everybody in the chat, step your game up. Mickey Durkin <laughs> just brought us a whole end. Oh, Ooh. man. We can get this thing open now. Nice. Listen, Mickey, thank Santiago, you. Matt, Eugene Krabs, uh, That's Will. unbelievable. Where is Mickey? Mickey Durkin just raised the bar. What, did he just, like, do a drive-by, throw some wine bottles at us and run? <laughs> thank you very all, much, the Durkin family. We're going to be doing our own white elephant on the show. You guys know I'm all about the holidays and uh, giving gifts because tis the season. So the fact that Mickey was kind That's enough so nice. and thoughtful enough to... Give us a gift from him and his family. Oh, too kind. I love too that. kind. I love that. Uh, and, and hopefully we get to meet some diehards here. Uh, the Sixers show is coming up next, and then yes. the Flyers show, and then the Eagles show. They have a lot to talk about. Uh, and then, not all, you know, not good. the all NFL show will be coming up. So we'll be here all day. We'll be hanging out. If you're in the city and want to stop by for lunch, please do. Some people mentioned in the chat that uh, they're going to try to stop by. Love Even Ming Time claims he's stopping by. And which Ka- would be Eugene Krabs said he threatened. And all of his horniness to come by. Oh, no. I don't know what to well, expect with that man. Well, in the chat, you guys are all catching notice. You got to step up your game for sure because Mickey Durkin is a brown noser. Hey, Renee I don't can mind be a brown noser. Yeah. I, I, I can be bought. Food, money, yeah. drinks. That's it. So a couple thank yous to everybody here at the Reading Terminal Market, to our production team behind the scenes making this happen. Yes. Julia and Chris have been going through the ringer. Oh. You are seen. You are heard. You are appreciated. Thank you yes. to all of you guys. Thank you to everybody here at the Reading Terminal Market. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Bagels and Company, Brooklyn-style bagels made right here in Philadelphia. They're taking the trip out of New York from you and just bringing them to you right here in your backyard. So and, thank you to them. And I got to add, Jamie, before we, as we wrap up, you know, thank you for everybody that's been sticking this out, uh, sticking through this with us, because we're all on this journey together, you know, whether it's our team behind the scenes or everybody that's on camera and even all you guys that tune in all the time and support, because, you know, these are the types of things that we're hoping to do more of, getting yeah. to be out and about in the community, getting the opportunity to connect with you guys. Even the fact that I, Mickey gave us a gift means a lot, that we're it really does. connecting with you guys. You guys are, we're, we're family us on the show behind the scenes and all of you guys that are tuning in so thank you for being a part of our phoi family and the holidays always make me extra nostalgic and everything yeah, so and we're not gonna be going know. anywhere we're gonna be on over the holidays <laughs> but yes a uh, a very happy Unless holiday that, season uh, to everybody 28 million yeah yeah and uh, stay tuned all day because all the shows are here we're gonna have fun and uh, we're going to get through this insanity of Philadelphia sports together Woo! because uh, sometimes it's fun and sometimes it, it'll make you pull your hair out. But that's why we love being police sports <laughs> yeah. fans. Uh, so Kyle, Derek, and Devon are coming up next, I believe, around 1230. We'll be kicking that show off. Uh, and then Flyers, then Eagles, then all NFL. So thank you for hanging out with us today. Everybody have a great day. And again, thank you to Bagels and Company for making this happen. And Reading Terminal Market, of course, we love you. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye guys.